Good evening, friends. Welcome back to The Front Porch. My name is Dennis Rogers, and I'm joined by Michael Daniels. How's it going, Mike? How is your Monday? Monday's great. Week's been wonderful. You know, here I am, chipper mood of, of the spring that I always get every time. Every spring we record this, I get in happy mood because the sun's out, the skies are blue. And even when it's like a Start, cold, rainy day, warm. It's, it's still pretty good somehow. Uh, I, th- yeah. I, I think it yeah. obviously has more to do with the, the longer days, you know, that... Like right right now outside, we're recording this, and it happens to be like eight thirty in my time, and the sun has uh-huh. set, but it's still light, like a little bit of light out there. Which you know, sure. before it was five o'clock, it was dark. So you know, all that stuff is is pretty great. It makes me feel good. So yay, good stuff. And this week has been pretty good, with like not just getting things done in personal and professional life, but like fun times. Like I got to watch some good shows this week, play some games. Mm. Uh, things like that. I got I got a new game in the mail today that I've not even had a chance to really unbox. Like I yeah. took it out of the outward packaging, but um, you know, mom said that I got a box and it came from Japan, and I'm like, what? <laughs> box from Japan, and it's got you know, there's a big label with all the uh, you know kanji on it and um, all this, and I'm like, well, I didn't order. My sisters have been buying. Um, manga like physical mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know uh, uh japanese uh comic not not book well they're they're compilation volumes so they're yeah. like what we would call trades yeah um and i'm like i've not bought any of that kind of stuff and then i remembered that i kickstarted this game when i opened it it's uh, ah. a a game you know made by one or two japanese people and I, I kickstarted it and I assumed that's what it was. Like anytime I get a random package that I don't <laughs> remember ordering, it's some Kickstarter thing that I bought. It's like, it's like buying yourself a, a present in the future. Yeah. Yeah. In the, I, in I always the like that like, analogy that you've given. I, I, I have never done that, but I actually really liked the hmm. idea of, of that. Like when, when you, when you described it like that, I was like, I really like that idea that, I mean, <laughs> as long as I don't, as long as I initially don't get too hyped about it, that's why I don't, read too in depth and all the some of the kickstarter stuff mm-hmm. is really really like goes into detail about rule books and stuff mm-hmm. like i i don't if it, if it interests me and I, I will pay enough money for it that, that's where I, I need to just you know let it happen and then it'd be surprised me in the future uh, i did do that recently though and honestly i can't tell you right now what i kickstarted but i, I know <laughs> i remember our friend justin i think might have mentioned something and i was like oh that sounds really great and i and i kicked it and i, I kickstarted it but at the same time when i was on that page i was like Oh yeah, I had to lock in and look at my account. Like, is this the actual account that I had used, or whatever? And I had it looks like I passed me had kickstarted the game that I never got. Like it it, yeah. it launched, and they sent out copies, and I never got it. Oh, and you never got it, and I never got mine. It was like forty five I mean, bucks. They say that when you when you pledge a Kickstarter, like that they'll say, you know, you're not buying something. You're you're supporting this project, and in right. exchange, you know, if it succeeds they're going to give you a copy of it or whatever you know they promised you some rewards and that whole thing like if they don't promise rewards, and i don't think i've ever had a project like fail after it succeeded its um um its funding round i've had a couple that didn't succeed right um although anymore most of the ones i've done have you know they they're they're far surpassed their their original goal and just sometimes like stuff doesn't get shipped out or um you have to wait and that's the downside to 
you know, what I do where I kind of forget about it is that I, you know, if I don't get something and I wasn't particularly like super hyped to where it's still, you know, in my mind uh, uh, somewhere, I'll just, I'll just forget. And I'm like, oh, I don't think I ever got that. Yeah. Well, I, and then I'll, then I'll look at it and, and try to evaluate whether it's worth, right. like, I'm like, oh, that was, you know, $15. Right. Like a year and a half ago. I'm like, Oh well, uh, yeah, yeah, and I should expect it wasn't forty five dollars; it was like thirty dollars. But, but it was with the uh, the expansion to um, like five minute dungeon or something like that, mm. you know. And and it was the expansion to that, uh, like the full second yeah. box or whatever it was. Um, yeah, I got I got that second box. Right. I don't know if I've ever played it actually. Uh, well, I I the, the I just I did want to finish that out by saying. I did get, when I got on. I noticed that I sent them a really quick little note and said, "Hey, I actually never got this. Never expected anybody back there." But I got a like a two paragraph response that was really nice, saying, "Hey, we gave you all sorts of surveys and gave you time, and evidently because you're a jackass and don't log on to this system, <laughs> uh, it's your fault." And and that was totally right, right? Let's. He it was nicer. Sure, than, it was nicer sure. than that. Clearly, but yeah, um, of course, of course, right? And I, but I then the saying. second paragraph was like, "So I'm giving you options." We're going to give you $30 of credit on us. And what would you like? And he listed all these different things that I can buy or have credit towards or try to give it back to my credit card. I was like, that's cool. I, I'm right right then when I saw that, I'm like, I'm going to buy something more expensive for, from you. Right? I'm, I'm going to buy that $50 nice. thing you might have and put $20 more into it, you know, because that was nice. That was a really, he didn't have to do that, you know. Yeah. Did you, um, Shoot, did you ever watch the documentary Game Masters? I think it's called Game Masters. Mm, I don't think so. Maybe. It's hard to tell what I watched. Um, let me just verify that I have the name right. Game Master. Uh, single. Yeah, it's just Game Master, no S. Um, it's on Netflix. And it's... It's kind of oddly constructed and told. I think the reviews for it were kind of middling, but it's um they've got Klaus Tuber who um made Catan and they've got the guy whose name I'm not going to remember. He and his parents designed um uh trekking the national parks. Yeah. Um and there's an I think she's Indian or maybe Pakistani uh, woman who, while living in the U.S. on a visa, designed a game about um, uh, arranged marriages. Mm. So it's a little, it's a little bit uh, political. Her story, yeah. Um, I think it's just the three of them. There might no. There's a guy. There's there was a guy who is Hispanic who designed a game about. Um, kind of gangster thug life in it might actually be called thug life anyway it's this at least at least these four stories um not even really stories but these four people and their experiences i feel like there's even a fifth person i think that's what part of what um <laughs> threw me is it's like it's all these different stories anyway of people who um design or or have designed or are designing board games and their their perspective and their experience they talk a lot about Essen and um uh Sp Spiel de Jar the um the award the game of the year awards that they give out at oh, Essen yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Are, 
that are always real important when you see them on the box <laughs> right, yeah. of a game. You're like, oh, this one in 2016 or whatever. <laughs> um, anyway, you saying that about the Kickstarter and the Five Minute Dungeon reminded me of that because um, I think most of the time, the and and definitely there are board games uh, produced and published by the major players like Asmodee and um, uh, you know um, Mayfair and, and Days of Wonder and all that. Yeah. But um, if you get uh, uh, you know, when you're on Kickstarter, you're pretty close to talking directly to the person who designed it, who made it. And and you nine times out of 10 are, you know, that, I mean, if you email in support, you're probably not talking to that person, but you could be like yeah. the guy who, who did trekking the national parks, it's him and his parents. And he talks about that. Like they get the different components May, they're doing it all themselves so they get the boxes from one place and they get the meeples from another place and the the cards are from a third place and then they get this stuff together and they have to pack and they've got stacks of games sitting in their house and they have to you know fulfill orders by like his mom boxes them up and takes <laughs> them to the post office every day it's right. just crazy like you know uh literal small business well, I, I mean um, i really like that and it's it's nice that when it's you have these kickstarter things that you can you know maybe sometimes they're big companies you know i, I know that big companies do do kickstarters but you know you hope that it, that this happens to be pete from wiggles 3d games who makes the five minute games <laughs> it is, right. is like one of those people or at least a small company or something that that they're a bunch of friends doing a thing that they like and and having fun yeah. and, and you know you want to give them a shout out and say uh, good job, Wiggles 3D Games. I'll buy your I'll buy your next copy of something when I go into the store, or at least give it a, a longer look than I would give anything else on the shelf because of you know you you took the time out of your day to to respond yeah. to a, a three year old yeah. thing you know uh, which is <laughs> which is pretty good. Uh, yeah, they do to to I mean you probably got that from his email, but they usually um, I don't know if this happens on all the projects that I kickstart, uh, but most of them it does. Um, they'll send some kind of survey. Like sometimes it's just part of Kickstarter. Sometimes they'll use sites like Backerkit, and there are a couple others like that that are sort of like uh, after the campaign succeeds, it's a survey, but maybe it'll also be a store, right? So they're yeah. managing all that the kind of stuff that you know people used to have to do manually. You're like, okay, well you kickstarted at the thirty dollar level, but because we broke you know, a hundred thousand over our goal, um, we were we're going to be able to manufacture this expansion. But you know, the expansion is another five bucks. Right. Or you get to the end of the pledge, and they're like, everybody who pledged is going to have an opportunity to buy a second copy, right. or you can get one of our games from last year for half price, right. or whatever. Right. Anyway, it's all that, all that kind of stuff. Right. So you must have missed that. Survey. I, I, I just where, have to. I just have to pay more attention to it. I think, and, and be, and, and I'm excited. Yeah. About that. So it's a good thing. The, uh, the, I, w I went into a lot of detail there, but the main thing is that they can get your mailing address, so they can. They, they got to have that right because uh, Kickstarter doesn't collect it when you pledge. Right. So this week we got our second episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier dropped, and and it's yep. weird. We don't always talk about these shows. Not always, like, you know, episode to episode. Some we do. Like, even, I think, uh, right. in Wanda, we we skipped a couple and then talked about them. But this is only six episodes, so yeah. maybe it is one of those things where we can glance over about it. I, I was kind of thinking about 
talking to you about how your Marvel rewatch is going with your family and where you're up to at this point. Uh, so we so that I, yeah. So let's let's talk about Marvel stuff. Uh, my my the rest of my family or my parents and my uh, youngest sister are they've probably by now finished uh, watching Thor to the Dark World. Is Whoa, I thought two? that one was going to be Thor on a, the on a skip note. That was definitely my my vote. So um, for those keeping track, we started with uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. Then we watched or they watched because I didn't I haven't been there for all of the, the movies like they watched Hulk without me. But Iron Man, Hulk, uh, Thor. And is there another one? Oh, well, we skipped Captain America and then Avengers. And so we're post Avengers and I, Oh, I'm you're post Avengers. Okay. So you've seen the big team we're, up. We're, so, so we saw, we saw the Avengers and mom said it was not as good as Iron Man, or I always want to say Iron Man, not as good as cap one, mm-hmm. but better than Iron Man or Iron Man two. And definitely better than Hulk <laughs> and, and, and Thor. I don't think she cared for Thor either. We talked sure. about that last week. Sure. Um, was it last week? But it's, it's pretty, it's know. pretty great that she's, you know, several movies deep into this and, and at, at very least having enough uh, paying attention to him to know, you know, an opinion on them. That's pretty good. Yeah. I was surprised because when, um, Oh, well, let me, let me, uh, uh, keep, I'm, I'm, realized I was jumping movies and I hadn't finished the timeline. So we're looking at, you know, what comes after Avengers mm-hmm. and it's um, Iron Man 3, Thor the Dark World, uh, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, Cap, Cap 2, and then Guardians, mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. And I thought, aside from Hulk, which people say doesn't count, uh, Iron Man 3 and Thor the Dark World are generally considered the, the worst two of of you know the universe um <laughs> okay not not the the marvel cinematic universe sure not, sure not the worst uh, the, movies the whole universe, the universe they're the worst right um uh yeah right um and so i asked you and fox in in discord and you both were like yeah you could skip those mm. so we skipped ahead to winter soldier um which was funny because every time uh he shows up mom was you know mom was asking questions the whole movie she's like who is that guy? why why is that I thought that they were they, like she's confused the whole time, and we're like, <laughs> we can't tell you; it's a spoiler. You have to watch, and you'll find out. But she was frustrated by who the Winter Soldier was every time he showed up, and then <laughs> well, that's kind of that's actually good, right? My grandma does that kind of right. same thing, right? I'm like, oh well, she's you know she's paying attention, and then as soon as the mask comes off, she goes, "Wait, isn't that Bucky?" <laughs> and and you know before uh, you know Chris Evans goes. Bucky? Bucky, and a- apparently one of my nieces uh, told her that Bucky is her favorite character, mm. and so she knew. You know, my mom knew that he was going to come back right. in some significant way for her to for him to be her favorite character. But we watched that movie, and then one of my other nieces, talking to my sister, uh, said that we needed to see Thor: Dark World so that mom would understand. The stuff that happens when Thor and Rocket go back uh, in the past, go back in time to get the stone. Oh, to get the like Tesseract. in Endgame? Oh, okay. In Endgame, right? They go back and The mom, yeah. Because the mom dies. Ah, spoiler and, alert, by the way. 
Mom, over, mom yeah, dies. <laughs> on, 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 on this, on this 10 year old movie and also, also end game. Right. Um, I didn't hit the bell. I, I will when we get. <laughs> we're to... fine. We're fine. I, I, those those are all those are all fairly I old movies. We are going to talk that, about that is a that is a thing. Like why when he goes back in time and sees his mom, why would it be a big deal? Well, and that's I was like I can't. And, you and know, Natalie Portman's I, there. And Natalie Portman's there. She gets the 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 power the the ether. Yeah. Right. So she's possessed by the ether. I don't wait, know. Wait, wait. Somewhere the, around the ether or a, a, the a, ether. A, 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 ether. Yeah. <laughs> um. I I left to come down here to record right around the time that uh, Thor and and Zachary Levi and whoever else are gonna are gonna go into the dark world. Go to the um, I assume that's like Svartalfheim, the Svart- that the is what home it is. of the yep. Yep. home of the dark elves, yep. and uh, and try to get the guy um, Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. Um, I, it's funny. I forgot. I forgot Zachary Levi was in that movie. He's one of those on that list of people who've done Marvel and DC. Right. Yeah. He's Shazam. Um, yeah. 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 The the uh, yeah he he replaces Fandral for like what one movie May, maybe two for a moment and he's a better Fandral but Fandral is wasted in the in the MCU so yeah uh, all the Warriors three yeah. are by the way but yeah right. yeah I you know. Again, I have fonder memories than most people, I think, in, in the known universe now, that I know the known universe sure. hates it all, um, that uh, that I liked, didn't mind that show. But I also said that about Thor 1, and, and I have since rewatched Thor, Thor 1, and I can see its flaws much more openly. Uh, sure. So I wonder, if I go back and watch Thor 2, if I will think of it as better or worse. Because like, I don't remember the terrible stuff about it, except that it was a little dark. That's the hence being dark world, and and also anything with Natalie Portman was awful. I remember that. Yeah, this the stuff with, I mean, even Chris Hemsworth. It's not it's not much better than the stuff she did in in Star Wars. Right, like, right. Just really like awkward, forced kind of. Yeah. Uh, and the um, fact that they're romance. turning Thor over to her is beyond me. I mean, I am not going to second guess Kevin Feige, but I have I no mean, idea maybe, what's happening there. Maybe as a leak, I mean, you know, she's done work that I know she's a competent actress. So if, you know, maybe with some actual decent writing that's not just a uh, token love interest. Maybe. Or, maybe. or in, in Dark World, she's basically the MacGuffin. Um, you know, she's, at least from what I've seen, I don't, so to, to answer your like whether it holds up, I don't really know because I've only seen yeah. Half of it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I know there was, it's got one of my, my favorite, uh, like, uh, what, what did Sydney call them? Like the, the movie poster moments that they, mm. I, we always say where, you know, Hey, if you freeze framed this shot and then it would make a perfect poster. Right. Yeah. Um, freeze frame or a slow-mo. Yeah. There, there's a, there's a scene at the very end when the ethers take, you know, the bad guy has the ether and Thor is coming into battle. And he like jumps in the air through the darkness or something, and then the whole goes like a slow mo scene with him in the air, and Mjolnir comes flying off the screen, and he grabs it at the right time to hit him. It's just right. a, a beautiful wide wide screen shot of the bad guy at the bottom and the good guy at the top grabbing on the lightning, and it's red background. I was like that's a that's a an art picture right there, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a somebody somebody did that on a storyboard, yeah. and they. 
they made it real in the movie. Yeah, and, and those are those are kind of cool scenes. Thor actually has several of those kind of moments. I think overall, when for for those things. Um, hmm. So yeah, yeah, I, that's that's interesting. I, I, it's actually interesting that you guys would you know watch her because she didn't see the end interest in the first one, but that makes sense. And Winter Soldier sounds like it went off well, right? Because I know she liked yeah. the first one. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, it's and a that, lot of that, that it's one, a lot of mystery. Yep. You spent. I mean, that's the whole. Um, you know, she's she gets frustrated when when alliances and sides are unclear, right? Yeah. Um, oh, and that is the he's. Thing, yeah. There's a there's a right after I think it's right after Thor escapes. I was only listening because I was I was working in the kitchen. Um, that Heimdall turns himself over to to Odin, mm-hmm. and I can hear Mom like. Is he a bad guy now? Like, no, but he defied the king. You know, he's handing himself over uh, uh, for treason because he let them escape. Yeah, and they're like, oh, okay, okay. And in in Winter Soldier, there's just a ton of that. You're like, is it the you know the movie starts with um, uh, Cap and and Black Widow at odds over her orders from Nick Fury when right. they go on that ship, she's got to download all the shield data. Right. And so from the beginning, you're like, is, and, and so this is why mom was asking questions the whole time. She's like, is she, is she bad now? Is she a spy? Is she a double agent? Um, and like, well, no, we don't think so. She's just following different orders that Nick Fury gave her. So you know, mom doesn't really like Samuel L. Jackson. So then it's, is he, you know, is he really who he says he is? And then he gets attacked by these cops who aren't cops. And it's like, mm-hmm. who are these cops? There's just questions, questions nonstop. Right. The whole that the that the movie is throwing at you. Yeah. Um. So it's you know, so it's fair that my mom kept asking those questions throughout the movie because it's not. It takes a long time before you before you understand, you know, what's happening uh, with Hydra, Hydra and, the, and the whole stuff with it. That it's Hydra yeah. again, right? Yeah. That it, that it's Hydra again. Yeah. The, the so uh, that that is still that is still, with the exception of Infinity War and Endgame, my favorite MCU movie. I I've watched mm. it multiple times since then. I like so much about it. it. It's there's just scene after scene that it's really good. The structure of it, the way it's done, um, the way it treats Captain America. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, and then and Bucky, same way. I I, I liked them. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, just just a just a whole bunch about it. Sure. And and like I said Bucky was super cool. It really was the 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 fake. Um, was it the attack on, on uh, Nick Fury and and things like that was was really awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so well, that so that's that that's movie cool. is a perfect yeah that movie is a perfect segue into uh the show right the the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, so we're going to talk about episodes one and two of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Well, we, we watched. I think did we, I think we talked about episode one last week. Did we talk about episode? We one? did, but okay. I'm I'm just saying Overall, like right. through episode through episode two. We're not going to, you know, we we yeah, talked about yeah. episode one last week, so we're not going to get into right. it. So uh, if you didn't hear the bell, skip ahead. Otherwise, I'm going to spoil it for you. Um, I I really liked this second episode. Mm-hmm. I watched it. Like almost right away, so now it's been like four or five days ago, and it's yep. getting a little blurry. Um, I appreciated that uh, the thing that I sort of jokingly predicted when I didn't know anything about this show except the title 
was that we would get some kind of buddy comedy out of these two characters. Right. Um, uh, Sam uh, Falcon is not as, um, what's his, what's his full name? Who? Uh, Sam, Sam Wilson? Wilson. Yeah. Um, I couldn't remember his name at all. Cause like, I don't know. <laughs> we just always call him Falcon. Um, but he's not as like, like happy go lucky as, or, you know, cheerful as I anticipated because of, you know, what's going on with his character post blip, but he still, you know, is the happy guy to Bucky's, you know, very dour. Right. Yeah. And, and and I think that, uh, um, Sam is very no nonsense kind of type thing. I wouldn't say no, that's, that's not a right phrase. Like the go do a thing, get the job done, self-confident, you know, uh, and, and, and do it, do a certain thing. Whereas, you know, uh, uh, the Winter Soldier, Bucky, is very reticent to be doing things and to be back in the the fight type stuff, right? And yeah, because I, I mean, I assume because of his experience being this right. sort of brainwashed uh, super soldier, he is a little more circumspect, right? You know, he c- comes to a situation and and Sam is approaching it much more like as a soldier, yep. Kind of, you know, these are the things we do, and I'm gonna I'm gonna follow it. Uh, you know, this way, and that that and, is very that is very cap like, right? Like, right? It's I, it's, I, I do it's the very job. it's very cap like where you know Bucky is is circumspect and suspicious of of almost everything. But I mean, right from the second episode, it's just it's jokes and quips, and then um, they're developing um, the other guy who's the who's the new Captain America. And oh, yeah, he's they, more... they spent a lot of time on John Walker this time. I I joked that he was going to be like um, like Homelander, and he's he's not at all. Like, yeah, he seems no. to be, you know, he's not Steve, and that's yep. the the main issue that that Sam and, and, and Bucky have with him, uh, you know, and he's, um, uh, you know, just sort of rubs them the wrong way because of that, but gives all outward impression of being, you know, who he says he is. It's a, you know, yeah. similar kind of person to who Steve was, you, or you know, is. This is, and, this, this is a perfect example of how, when you put, a, when you make a movie made by the people who also wrote the source material, how it can matter. Uh, and what I mean yeah. by that is that, you know, a lot of movies, and and I think DC does a lot of this with their their past movies, and and still continues to do it. Some of their movies, Fox used to do it, Sony used to do it, Sony did it all the time. It's one of their problems with Spider Man is that they would um, get an IP that they think is profitable, they go mm-hmm. for a day or two and have a conversation at the Marvel or DC or whatever you know headquarters, or they go talk to J.K. Rowling or whoever it is, and they just have a day or they speak to the to the source content creator right and they mm. and then they might maybe pick up a comic or two or maybe do something you know and then they go and they write and make their movie right uh, but they mm-hmm. but that's it that's the only that's the only cooperation usually between a thing and then what you end up getting is where yes you hit all the high points about Spider-Man being a kid and there's 
Aunt May and Uncle Ben. You get that you get the highlights, but then you you totally miss out on what this character is, right? Um, right. And and that's when you have a show like this one that's uh, made by those content creators, and you have a John Walker, which you could just glance over about what he is, but this is doing it right. It's not he's not a Homelander. That's easy to, for uh, just a screenwriter who has no idea about the source material to just write. But they're writing him just like he was. He's not a bad guy. He was definitely Captain America, right? But he's hmm. just not. He's not um, Steve, right? He's not Steve. And he's the, yeah. he's, he's the guy that follows Steve, which is the worst act to follow, right? Sure, yeah, um, yeah. So, so and, and I'm glad that they're writing him. And, and the couple things that they had... He, you know, he's still for most of the, the episode, he's still kind of trying to be Captain America, or is is being a, a true what the best Captain America he can be is. Um, mm-hmm. But then near the end, you start getting that like I'm more serious. You better take frustration, right? In his yeah. in his thing, and that is again that is also John Walker. That is that is also that like um, while Cap is a never bending willow tree of truth and honesty, you know he. Uh, John Walker can snap, right? He's a normal that that was in the 70s or 80s whenever they had him. He he you know, he was like a realistic type Captain America. Yeah. Right? He yeah. wasn't this person that was comic booky from the 30s and 40s. They wanted to make him more like a person. It's interesting. It sort of connects to um and I'm going to I'm going to spoil uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League for a second if you're mm-hmm. intending to watch that and if not but you and I and, and uh, Trotsky had a conversation after that movie talking about uh, the the nature of Superman like mm-hmm. to, to Trotsky's thinking and I'm inclined to agree like what makes the Superman character work and the, the problem with Superman is he's for the most part invincible mm-hmm. and I before I started consuming so much comic media in terms of movies and, and shows and everything, I thought of that as, as a kind of unique thing. And it's really not. There are a lot of characters like Flash is essentially yeah. uh, invincible. And right. so is Thor. And, you know, they're, they're just a lot of cases like that. You know, the, the Spider-Man Spidey sense could be abused to an extent where uh, he's basically invincible too. And then you just have to come up with increasingly ridiculous uh uh similar villains to 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 put against them but um i got on a tangent there uh trotsky's <laughs> no no trotsky's point sense. with that was that um yes superman is near nearly invincible but he's also this you know he's often called a boy scout or like in D we would say a paladin like he has these absolute principled beliefs of truth and justice and the only place where that is ever in conflict is where he the the path to which you know what is what is truth and justice in a situation is a little unclear superman himself never wavers from that like he might he might struggle with interpretation or application but he never wavers on those on those principles and so you have this sort of check on his powers in terms of his um, beliefs that he was that he was raised with, and in and I know it's this sort of Dark Knight thing or a Death of Superman thing because they bring him back from the dead, and so mm-hmm. he's maybe doesn't remember who he was, kind of like 
uh, Spock in um, in Star Trek Four, but yeah. um, you get this vision of this version of Superman by Zack Snyder in the black suit, who is not Superman at all. He's just a guy with all of Superman's powers. Like he's angry. Correct. He's sma- right. he's smashing dudes. He has none of his um guiding principles and it's i think intentional to the story that he's telling you know he you know snyder probably intended to do a sort of a journey back the way that spock did in um in star trek but you know all we got was this movie and so it i thought of that when you were talking about sony and and whoever taking the story and you've got somebody who you've got a fan telling the story and not you know one of the original not original those guys are probably not still <laughs> around but right. um like actual dc people um informing and keeping that on on the rails uh, on the rails it, right and 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 this is this is nice to to i think they did a good job with with that one so i guess it was the same with with john walkers that they 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 he's right he's got the essence of what that character is as marvel does really well um mm-hmm. and, and 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 that's good so which makes him a more complex character and, and shows us people who are comic book readers, you know, Hey, we read comic books, not just for the pow bang zoom, what you think of 1960s <laughs> Batman. That's not why we read comic books because there are layers of complex characters more than you might think that we love. And, but, and, right. but make no mistake. There was plenty of, of pow bang zoom yeah, yeah, sure. in this. There's, there's the whole, what I, what I continually refer to as an Indiana Jones uh, truck chase. It's really, it was really more top, like yeah. a, it was really more like a train, a Western train heist. It's like he lands on that truck and immediately there are goons on the roof of the truck. And I'm like, how did they get up there? Yeah. yeah they yeah. weren't there a second ago. They're immediately there. And then like, he'll get knocked off the truck, but he can open the wings just at the right time to do like, yeah. I thought of Spider-Man in, uh, in civil war, yeah. you know talking about cap's shield and he's like right. that thing doesn't obey the laws of physics at all right yeah yeah and, they, and they're they, this this did, this episode did actually have several problematic things about it with they were like if you look too close it's not as shiny as you might think i, I mean i don't want to belabor the point on them but um things like you know he he for the falcon gets on the truck and there's another truck right behind him and nobody even slows down or or stops or they don't pull the truck th- over to try and do things you know i thought that when he uh, like somebody gets thrown off the truck and immediately hits a car like a car's right yeah, behind the car them and i'm like doesn't stop with these people fighting on top of it they don't slow down and like yeah, oh my the, god the driver of that car doesn't react in any way yeah so i mean there, there's a lot and and that's fine i'm not but and I, and another thing i would say is like they're not progressing anything right now. Last two episodes, we're, we're we're progressing. Maybe Sam's struggle with Captain America, but there's we don't know anything about these villains. We don't even know why they're villains beyond that they. I think they they robbed a bank earlier, and they're 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 internet haters. Like that that's all we really know. Mm-hmm. You know, Sam once said, "I think they're running guns, but they never see guns. They never get the, the guns. They never do anything like that. They they just assault a, a, a truck without." provocation with yeah without any no i mean we had the first episode setting up um or not setting up but like catching us up on what's happening to sam and james uh individually right yeah they they each have their own situations with the therapist and there's a 
a pretty hilarious scene where it's like they don't they don't actually say this but it's like this therapist is going to make a a world war 2 veteran and an african american man sit down and do group therapy yeah. like okay good luck right. um right. and and they 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 treated that well like the i think the actors acted well in that like they acted like real people yeah. i felt like like they were yeah. you, you're not really it was grown worthy from that scene not grown worthy sorry it was it was funny funny haha for that scene when it kind of started a little bit like this is not gonna this is this is yeah, very this a, is very movie like but then it it's a little goofy like they were a really like, funny and it yeah and it got sincere so we had the first movie to set them or i keep saying set them up anyway set set up where they are now um separately and uh and and just the barest hint of introduction of um the new cap i've already forgotten his yeah. name John um it, yeah it's only they're only John 30 Walker. minutes long it's, so it's kind of a generic yeah. name and then the the second episode is bringing them together and that happens really early and i mean you wouldn't think because we haven't really seen these two characters these two actors you know work together in the MCU, like they've been in, they've been in a couple of the same movies, but but not really in. I mean, they're both in, um, the Winter Soldier, right? That's where Sam is introduced, right? And, but but they don't, you know, he and Bucky don't interact. You don't get the Bucky reveal until almost the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, and by the way, but, it's an hour. I said I said thirty minutes. I'm an hour, but yeah, the episodes yeah. are yeah. The, they're yeah they're like 40 they're like 40 minutes prob- right, yeah probably probably very with, with 30 but minutes of trailers or, or their uh, credits their interactions and their on-screen chemistry is great yeah it's pretty um, good they're they're great I mean, actors and they work well together for sure yeah. yeah um so yeah anyway i thought it was good we, we got more Hope, hopefully we'll get actually like overall plot movement next week you know like sure. we'll, yeah you know i know they introduced zemo at the end and i think that, i think he's supposed to be the main bad guy but i don't know um so we'll yeah we we need to get some more information about what's happening here or, or what what our goal is besides kind of meander but again not not yeah. putting it down just we we need to get the plot moving at this point yeah I yeah i mean knowing that it's only going to be six episodes but we had to we had to do some of this setup it's maybe you know i don't know how much of the stuff we saw in episode one as far as sam's situation will pay off throughout the movie we really have to have to bring him back down from his sort of peak of of what happened in Endgame, and not that like that was parts of his story there were were tragic at the end, but you know he himself, as far as like showing up with the cavalry and all that, was very triumphant. And so you, yeah. to make the, like for what they're doing with him in the story, they had to bring that bring that down a little bit. But yeah, and S- yeah. Sam's going to at some point have to try to he's going to have to win. The public over, I guess, is the thing. I, I, John Walker can have his own fall from grace if they if that's the route they go with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but if if they want to have Sam end up as Captain America, um, it, it can't be just like I take the shield back because you know Steve wanted me to have it type thing. I don't think that would fly in the MCU world because you know they're they're everybody's you know ev- obviously doing a happy campaign about John Walker being Captain America. There right. there would have to be there has to be some things where people can see you know uh sam being the leader see sam being the cap you know several yeah. times captain america while he was a black ops agent he was in the public eye right he he built a whole career about you know 
uh, another dollar is a bullet in your best guy's gun or something like that. You know, he, mm -hmm. he, he did a whole thing about the, being Captain America. The, the, the star-spangled man with a plan. Man with a plan. So Sam, Sam's at some point going to have to, you know, become the, you know, the Captain America, because I think Captain America stands for the the people in general is what right. what he fights it, for. It was one one last one last note. It was fun to see the contrast, having just seen um, Captain America: First Adventure a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm. uh, to contrast his you know man with a plan thing I just mentioned yep. um, with the like rockets dancing and all of that stuff in the forties, yep. contrasted to what they did with john walker in the modern day which is much more um um inclusive and yeah. not as not quite as um whatever just the style of it is different because it's a different time right um yeah. and that was that was cool but i'm yeah i'm looking forward to it i'm i'm like you know it, it it is also another one uh feather in the cap of the it's not great binge watching shows it's nice having the weekly the, the slow weekly burn Week, weekly weekly yeah, installments we, I, I still enjoy that i had watched uh, another show that i'll speak just quickly about um here for a minute i watched uh, the dota anime from netflix uh, oh the, yeah Dota the ancient and i really really enjoyed that um but i was done with it in three days and, and <laughs> I, so you I, just binge watched it right. where is it how many episodes are there it's like six or eight i think maybe eight oh. and they're only like 20 yeah. minutes long yeah, that's a couple hours. Yeah, it's not much at all. Um, yeah. And I, uh, I was telling my daughter about it, you know, and, and telling her, like, oh, I like this, but I, I binged watch it. She's like, you know, that's your own fault. You could actually watch 20-minute <laughs> episodes a week. You can do that. And I, t I looked at her and I said, I have no willpower to do that when, <laughs> when they let me do it, it right? For for me, it, it just depends on the show. And with, with half-hour shows, that's that's definitely the case. I know that you said she's watching and I, I recommended you watch uh, My Hero Academia, which is a, right. an anime. It's 20. I, I don't know that I've ever seen an anime that was that had episodes longer than the 20, 22 minute uh, format. I've seen a handful that are shorter mm -hmm. of like eight minute episodes or whatever. But the majority of them, I think, are that are that format. And and uh, Academia is so because it's it's shonen which is the it's japanese for basically middle school boy um because that's the market it's it's written for it's very um uh it has a lot of hype i don't know i don't know how else to say that so like the the moving moments are really moving and the yeah. as as far as like inspiring and the the touching moments are really sweet and i can only handle like two maybe three episodes of that in a row to where i just need a break <laughs> um and so even though it's even though it's short a lot of times uh half, half hour shows like that i can just i can just burn through but um anyway so this this dota series i assume that you don't know any of the lore characters oh yeah I, I didn't know anything i mean i know i know the i know the video game story background of being you know defense of the ancients on on warcraft 3 and the right, whole, right. i know the whole company history of it all but the game itself which i i don't think i've actually played th that one i played the genre um yeah i don't not. i don't know that i have either i i played league of legends for a little while when it was the only one um i may be installed in and tried Dota. I played. We played Underlords. Yeah, I played Dota. The, I played Dota Underlords. Is the same. Is the same characters, but it's 
you know, it's a what we call a MOBA, a multiplayer online battle arena. Like in in uh, Blizzard's uh, Heroes of the Storm, the characters all have lore and backgrounds because they're from other games. They're from StarCraft and right. WarCraft and so forth. There are a couple that are um, that are unique to that game, and so they have they'll do like a cinematic, but. In a game like like Dota, I assume it's just like League of Legends, where all you really get is if you're looking at the character, they'll have a bio page, right? That's like, yeah. this person is is this. It's like at the very beginning of a of a fighting game, you know, that doesn't have franchise history. You're like, this is this person. They're this kind of being, and they're this many years old, and yeah. their their father was a was a this and this. Like just the barest. Right, I, I, th- I think character. Dota is like that. I think that they have, they do have bi- like bio page was a good way to say that. I, I think a bio page where they have maybe two paragraphs at most on, on a character, right, just to give them things. And mm-hmm. and and I when I went and looked after watch this it was like there there is like people say there's lore. You just have to read all the bios. Like they'll mention a character, a person's name, and it's another character. And then you go to that character, and they mention them, and they tie together. Kind of like how Ken and Ryu their bio pages are different, but they mention each other in them. Right. Yeah. Um, so like, so like they were, it's they linked. both, they both studied under the same, uh, sensei. Exactly. Exactly. They're, they're brothers or half brothers. Right. So, you know, so whatever. It, yeah. the, the, it, there is lore, but it's just told in that kind of, kind of really, way. Really sparse. Uh, right. Yeah. So, so this series, uh, is interesting. It's well made, well written, uh, well acted, well, you know, all of it's pr- really good. It's got some good scenes, good stuff. The characters okay. are interesting, um, but, it, but it it also feels like they've got they're holding they're they're trying to rein in all of the things they want to say, right? Like they've got, I don't know, maybe Dota has like seven hundred characters. I don't really know, but they're they're no they're idea. trying their very best to not overload you, but occasionally they they just let that out and they just put way too much in. Right, like there's there's like maybe four or five main characters that are separate, and they they meet and cross over and do things throughout the show. And you know, my first thought is, okay, these are characters in the game, most likely. Mm-hmm. Trying to find out they are. Yeah. Um, yep. And and they're and they're they're going through the story. And you're like, okay, that's interesting. I'm identifying with these characters. They're well written. They're well. They they're they're doing stuff. They're doing things. And then then the go then the the show goes into the high Japanese type stuff where they're like. And now there are, we're we're going to be talking about the gods, about very metaphysical things that are like very abstract, you know, and it makes no sense whatsoever. And then you're back okay. to these guys over here that are like elves and stuff. And then and then all of a sudden we cut to another guy that interacts with these people, and he's a like a demon lord from something. And you're like, he's mm-hmm. clearly got some connection to this big metaphysical thing, but it's just so abstract that none of it ties together or makes sense. And you're like, okay, mm. cl- clearly these people have epic world stories in the game that can't be encapsulated in this show. Um, yeah, I mean, in a video game, often you want like somebody with big powers, and that's not that's not unique to video games, right? Like, you know, we have right, stuff but, but, like the, but the thing is, Dark like, Side they, and they don't explain them, and... right? Like, it's just okay. there's so like they're not explaining these other big characters. That are so they do get a lot of screen time, but they don't. So are they? Are they kind of? They're like sort of name dropped in, and you're supposed to, like, if you were a player of the game, you would know. Like maybe that was may, one of my may, thoughts. Was maybe like, you didn't. 
maybe you didn't read all the lore, but like you see a character, a character get dropped in and you're like, Oh, that guy, he's a big, like he does a lot of big damage right in front of him. And yeah. And so you already have kind of sense of his, right. his I, character. I felt that, that a lot of times they were, they were doing well at not dropping those characters in. And then they would all of a sudden drop one in. Mm. Right. And, and I'm like, but not give them the full tied in thing because Maybe they haven't really truly tied them in, even in the game or something, right? But- did Did you get the sense that um, they maybe thought that they were only going to get one shot at this, like they're not going to get a second season, and so they tried to cram in everything they wanted to do or say all in this uh, eight no, episodes that's, or whatever? That's actually the thing is I don't think that because oh. I, I didn't. Get it. I feel I felt like uh, they were pretty confident throughout the whole thing that they were going to have multi- first off it ends in a cliffhanger and i see i see and it um and it, it feels like they are intentionally trying to slow themselves down so that they can spread things out and you can get time to use which i appreciate it i appreciate like i can get used to mm-hmm. these characters right um but then like i said they just couldn't help themselves and just drop okay. illidan in the middle of this because you know even though <laughs> we've not come up to warcraft one yet they're just dropping illidan because he's cool right um yeah so maybe Maybe the showrunners are big fans of the game and the franchise and or the writers or whoever. And we're just like, oh, hey, you know what we could do here? We could drop Illidan in and then it's going to be this big. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's, you know, it's him. And yeah. So but for someone watching me, I'm like, wow, there's there's two. You're putting too much in here right now. We need we really need to focus on the main story of what's happening here because that's already hard enough and complicated enough to, to in a good way. Please don't throw really abstract things in here that have no bearing on anything until season 10. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so, so th- that, that was kind of my review of it. I think it's definitely worth watching. I think it's neat. It's cool. It's super fast um, and, hmm. and over with. And I, and I enjoyed the characters and I want to go back and spend more time with the characters that, that are the main characters, I guess. Um, sure. I really do. Uh, I, I, but I, I, the super uber gods and powerful people on there, I'm barely interested in at all because they're just, <laughs> they're not giving me anything, right? They're, they're, they're not the thing. So anyway, yeah, that, that was, that was pretty fun to watch. Um, I was, I, I was going that. to say, um, to your, to your, uh, uh, comments about binge watching things. I have been following a handful of, um, anime this season and yeah. anime runs on like a, spring summer i think might run on a, like a four season schedule because um uh, anyway two of the shows that i'm watching this season just ended they had 12 episodes and they're done and okay. we talk about talk about show length yeah. and whatever but uh you know anime is still broadcast on the air as far as i know um obviously that's not how i'm watching it but right. um the, the, you know, these are shows that I'm following every week. So I don't watch it like on Wednesday when it is available to stream. You know, I'll watch it maybe later that night or the next day, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but, they're, but still, they're still releasing them one at a time. Okay. All right. One at a time every week as they're, as they're aired. That's Japan. right. I think, I think City had mentioned that uh, My Hero Academia had like their season five or something just started. Yeah. And, and, and I was thrown off because I was thinking like, what, you mean they just don't dump it all at once? Right, right. No, it's it's still in the air. Actually, um, my sister and I were watching Attack on Titan, which is in its final season. I think they're 
like the season's split, like they're going to take a break or something like that. I don't know all the details, but uh, like two weeks ago, we were watching the episode and it cut off at like 17, 18 minutes. And we're like, what's happening? And we checked the, the streaming thing and, and it didn't work. And I found out that um, there was an earthquake in Japan and they cut the broadcast to give news announcements about this earthquake. And so, and so the rest of the episode just didn't air. Now they aired it again, like a, a week later or something with the, with the episode that came after, but we're like, uh, we want to know how this episode ends. There's <laughs> like, there's like two minutes left. What's, what's, what's happening here. But anyway, um, I'm watching these, these anime this season and fairly often, I don't know how often it is, but, um, anime episodes always have almost always have 90 second openings and, and ending, uh, songs yeah like like full-on songs that's right yeah full-on full-on songs full minute and a half <laughs> even though they're only two minutes long or 20 minutes 23 minutes long um and the opening often will have like foreshadowing there'll be little hints and things that if you're looking for people on youtube do breakdown videos of that i almost always i'll watch it once and unless it's really good i always skip skip past it but um a lot of times shows will do in their last episode to get more content in they'll they'll cut those opening and ending songs and just run the credits on the screen while the episode is happening and uh. i i noticed that happening and i went oh i'll bet this is the season finale this uh. is this is the last episode and they're the, 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 both of the two that i'm watching oh, well there are three um they're all these kind of romance vaguely kind of stories. I, I mm-hmm. think one I talked about before, um, uh, trash tier Tomazaki about gamers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they ended not really on cliffhangers, but not with any major like airport confessions or, you know, yeah, confessions or a big just, deal. They just in ended. The, they just sort of ended with like, what's going to happen, go forward with the story. And I'm like, ah, oh the show is done and then i you know i i had i had three of these shows with their episode 12 and i watched the one and i'm like okay that's kind of and then i watched the second one and i'm like okay that's good but i'm like i can't watch the third one i can't watch three shows end with this <laughs> this emotions and kind of thing and that's the that's the um potential downside to watching shows week to week as these the one uh, Horimiya, I don't think is done at twelve. They might be doing a full twenty-four. Well, it, it, especially since it sounds but, like they, they they're keeping it's like a season schedule that that everyone else also adheres to. That makes sense, right? Like yeah, nowadays, yeah. When, so it, when you watch when you watch the Mandalorian, they're not streaming at the same time as Falcon Winter Soldier and WandaVision. Right, right. It would be like if you're and I don't know this kind of thing probably happens, but like if you were watching TV on tv like on a broadcast schedule you'd go oh it's you know it's it's june or whatever it's it's the end of you know we're going to see the season finale of star trek and we're going to see the season finale of west wing and you know whatever like everything ends all the same week um i mean yeah that's that's what they call um sweeps week 
Yeah, yeah, sweeps weak. I think maybe just I never noticed because I don't, I very seldom am watching shows week to week. And if I am, there's only one or maybe two. And so I was never really as, as keenly aware of those, of those schedules as I was this time just getting three episode 12s all on the same day. Yeah, that, that's, uh, when, also, that's when people like, would come into work and they'd talk about every other day, which like the episode of Friends that just ended and then yeah, Seinfeld yeah. season finale. And then, you know, it would be a week or two of these shows happening every day. You know, for, yeah. before the summer yeah. happens. So yeah, we don't we don't have that now because now now it's it's scheduled like movies where oh it looks like a Marvel debut is happening on this weekend. We're not going to schedule against that unless we're right not right. in that genre I th- type stuff. I think in this case it happened that two of the shows are are air on Wednesday and the third one airs on Thursday, and so this was like Thursday night, and they mm. all three you know popped up in my you know, right. streaming thing to watch, and I'm like <laughs> oh okay that's funny. Well the um. Moving on a little bit more with something else that I know that you're watching. So you, it sounds to me that I heard from sparse, sparse uh, text from you is that you finished season one of The Last Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep, last night. Just last night. Yeah. I, said, I, think a... I, got, I, I got a buzz on my phone or something. It, it's either <laughs> like late last night or earlier this morning. I, I contemplate. I went back and forth about what, because I... I think in general, although we talked before the show, you were having some insomnia too, but mm-hmm. um, I think in general, I'm up later than you are, uh, awake later than you are. And I was like, should I send this? He's got a little moon on his on his thing. <laughs> now for me, my, uh, my whole phone is set from like, I don't know, 10, 930-ish until mm-hmm. about 8 in the morning. That it's full. Do not disturb. Like my phone, oh. no no notifications will come through my phone. It might not be that early. It might be more like midnight. But right. I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to send it. If he didn't put his phone on, do not disturb. That's <laughs> now. Yeah, I, I, I don't have it because I will get like I'll do the same thing. Trotsky will be the same thing as I or anyone else that I'm watching a show with occasionally, like really big. That and it was Last Kingdom happened to be the ones like I could not talk to somebody like i had at least text yeah especially like someone like you or trotsky are always up at two in the morning so if i'm up yeah. at two in the morning I, and i don't care i'm like i'm at least shooting off a message i right? i almost want i almost want and i mean we've got too many channels on our discord already but i almost want to make another channel just for the show so that <laughs> you and i and trotsky can talk and without spoiling it for anybody who hasn't seen it yet who's gonna watch it there's just um, i mean now that you're a full season in and you better roll that spoiler bell because I'm not going to hold back on season one. <laughs> All right, uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the Netflix series, uh, The Last Kingdom, uh, through season one. So don't you can't spoil anything for season two because I haven't seen it. And, that's fine. Yeah, that's what I'm telling the listeners we haven't seen. So <laughs> I'm gonna hit the bell for that. Uh, yeah, I, I uh, the the show, like I mentioned a couple times, just kind of overview and now and now you can understand maybe uh, empathize with it as well. It just moves from topic to topic to topic. So there's so many spoilers that you can say in a season because there's so many different like storylines yeah, that from, happen from one episode to the next. It reminds me of um, when the, the first time I watched Battlestar Galactica, um, it starts with the miniseries, right? Yeah. The it's this, this three hour movie. And I watched that in pieces. I didn't watch it all at the same time. And so at some point when I was, you know, half or a third of the way through that, um, I was at work or we were at lunch when I worked for Trotsky. I'm talking about that show and I'm like, oh, yeah. And the, um, you know, Lee 
Apollo Adama is with that um, that teacher, that yeah. secretary of education or whatever. And Trotsky goes, "Oh, you, I guess you haven't finished the miniseries yet." Like he's not <laughs> spoiling; he's kind of spoiler, but not really spoiling. But anybody who's seen the whole thing refers to her as the president because she's right. the president for most of the the whole show. But um, that's a little bit how this how this Last Kingdom show is the best example i have of that uh kind of time and and pacing thing that they do is when uh, well we're in the we're in the spoilers section here so anybody who's seen it will already know what i'm talking about but i'm gonna explain it anyway um when he gets officially married the first time which is the second um uh woman in his the second uh, female partner that he has is is uh um mildreth yep they get married and he takes her back to her estate her her land and they you know do the initial scene of them about to make love and cut away and then the next scene is her bathing in the river and she's pregnant yeah like like, skip forward fairly well along like third trimester pregnant yeah and you're like okay cool so we've jumped ahead like we're, we're not worrying about all the acclamation and stuff um, we're just going past it, it. yeah we're, we're not gonna see them in the early stages of like because they hadn't met right before they get married yeah, it's yeah. A political marriage kind of thing um it's just again. like hey they kissed you saw them uh have some on-screen chemistry that worked we're going on that skipping ahead right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and and, and the, the show does a lot of that well especially with like the mildred stuff it it felt like you know, oh man wait he's got a love in- when you're first watching the show you're like oh he's got a love interest and clearly this is his long term love interest because they teased him when they were kids even and then you know he's this will be his like temptation oh wait no they're married oh wait he did marry her oh wait they're having a baby now like all in mm-hmm. one episode you're like wait what's ha- oh he really does love her oh she loves him oh you know and, and it's just and then the next episode they're at odds about their religion which is really important to both of them right, and then it's right. over and you're like wow, I need to sit down for a minute. You know, how, yeah. how did this very important thing just kind of happen so quickly in like yeah, two, and it's two a, episodes? Yeah, and it's a thing where like, again, we're in spoilers. So when they have him do penance, I'm like, okay, this is a little, this is a little tiresome. But I, I get, having seen the episode that follows, like you have to get him pissed off at the church yeah. because it's not that his faith is all that important to him. But at that point, he sees the church as the, the medieval church as the political entity that it is sort of um 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 not working against him but but an obstacle and a and yeah, a obstacle. and an adversary of his to where he is not now sympathetic or or amenable in any way to his wife's faith because she's very pious right um, right and then she just kind of goes even more doubles down on it because she's married right. to to a pagan. Right. When um, yeah, when he when they were sort of coexisting, she could be a little more you know, probably a little more um um casual flexible maybe or flexible yeah. about that kind of thing. But as often happens when the one person gets more rigid in that kind of situation, the other person does also in response and of course that that relationship breaks. Um, yeah, which which is what uh, happened there, and and it was just like it, 
you, you knew it would happen. They, they just didn't, I guess it goes back to our original point here. They just don't waste your time with it. I mean, I, I guess they, they tell you the story. Like they want to tell you that this is the situation. They do give you three full hour long episodes that does develop the relationships and then ends mm-hmm. the relationship and shows the relationship. But uh, they, they're not dragging it out for three seasons, right? To, to belabor that mm-hmm. slow burn type thing. They'll right. they think three hours is long enough slow burn. That's it. That's, let's, you know, move on to the next thing. Um, which, which then you bring like his second, it's not wife, I guess, but was it his wife? Isolde, is that her name? Isolde. They, Isolde. they called her, they called her his queen because right. she's, she was the, the second queen of, and I don't know, they say, they also say shadow queen, which seems to be euphemism for a witch or a, a magic yeah. woman. Cause they don't say witch. Right. I don't, I don't know. Maybe once. Um, She's Irish, and she was with the one of the kings of um, Wales, not yeah. Wales, uh, um, Cornwall. I, I did. I do like the uh, the way that there are historically accurately portraying that there are so many kings in that area at that time, right? And right. they are not all equal. And some people no. call themselves kings, and they are just like of a village, you know. Yeah, like we we think of kings, you know, from probably starting a, a couple of hundred years after this that are, you know, there's a king of France and a king of England um, right. kind of and, thing. And I, th- but this... and I think they talk about this in the first season, and I apologize for it. I don't believe it is because it's not really that important. But it's kind of what Alfred's character is about is making that one England, right? At least yeah. That's he, kind he, of his vision, I he, think. He says that as his goal. That's part of why he wor- works with Uhtred um, right. on, in the hopes that, you know, Uhtred sort of shares his where Uhtred's goals seem to change depending on the circumstance, right? Yeah. Like yeah. he has the sort of overall goal of getting his land in, in Babenberg, but that's, you know, that's the land that he is quote unquote entitled to as a Saxon. Yeah. Right. So is he a Saxon or is he a Dane? What does he want? And that th- that sort of goes yeah, I back think and he, forth. I think he as a character fits really well in the um, caging of a Dane type thing. Right. Like, yeah, that's the best way to describe him in general. Um, yeah. I and it overall and it works. It works sort of to both ways because he wasn't born a Dane. Right. right? He, like, he actually isn't. Right. A Dane, he, he, right. he actually is a Saxon. So like when right. he's. When they go to raid into Cornwall and it's like, well, you're Saxons pretending to be Danes. And it's like, you're like, oh, but what about Uhtred? You know, he's a Dane who is turned. No, wait, he's a Saxon raised as a Dane. Turned turned back. Dane and you're like, yeah. how, how many how many times flipped back and forth? You're like, OK, just hold on. Pause. Is the shield round or is it a rectangle? <laughs> it's a rectangle. Right? That, that's what matters. Right. Yeah, it, it was the season one. I thought finale when it happened, it took me by off guard. I didn't honestly, I didn't expect, I didn't realize yeah, it was the last I d- episode. I didn't know it's it's like uh, eight episode eight. I want to say, yeah, yeah. And something happens fairly early on that was impactful enough. I think maybe maybe it's um, Otta the younger getting killed that, that's one executed. i was like wait wait that happened really fast what's happening is this like is this something really something happened early in the episode and i was like hang on 
am I in a season finale? Because big <laughs> things are happening. And very often, big things happen in season finales. They, they do. And, and although this show does have big things happen in general. So this it's show, hard to Yeah, tell. this show has big things happen all the time. I think, aside from the pilot, which set up a lot of character stuff, I think this the first major character death was was in that episode i think unless i'm forgetting something or yeah, someone like well, well, yeah his... I, I don't know i you're right the first episode was a lot of deaths um, no but, i don't well think... there was there was uh, abba is that his name abba he's the main bad guy abba uh, abba they, you know he he kills him in um in a duel right in single right, combat but, but it's not that's not in like you would expect in a season finale in the finale that's in the middle that might be that might be the only one, unless there's another one I'm forgetting. And I don't think it's Ada, because Ada, the younger, getting executed doesn't happen until after they march their armies back, right? And and find right. and find him at the at the house of his father. It must be something else. I think like when they go into exile and um Boy, I just I just don't remember now. It, I can say I can say I know at that so point, much it happened felt, in that episode. It felt like deaths happened. I don't know if maybe they yeah. didn't, but it felt like deaths the, happened. They did eventually. Um, something anyway. Something happens fairly early in the episode that was significant enough that I'm like, okay, this is gonna be, this is gonna be a big. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree, and and I know that this when, is gonna be a big episode Ada because the younger is it Ada Ada. 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 When, when that happens, actually, I did not expect that to happen. That, that's another one of these show shockers because I 100% expected him to be a long-term multi-season villain. Yeah, he, he was going to be a foil for Uhtred for a long time, and he's and he's not. He, yeah, he, he was definitely a foil, but enough to for somebody to notice, namely his dad, mm-hmm. right? And which was very powerful scene, I thought. That, that scene was great because he sees Alfred, but... His son doesn't. Yeah. And, and it was like, oh my, oh my goodness. You know? And and then when he did that, I was like, that's so, so crazy. And, Um, and you get in this whole, like, it feels like a whole story arc, but I think it's almost entirely this episode. Like, do they, do they get to the marshlands before the last episode? I I couldn't recall. I I know that. I I, I feel like maybe it does. I guess if you. If you watch it all, they're like at at most they get to the marshlands at the end of episode seven and then spend the oh first the marshlands half of right I remember there. the marshlands right yeah that's a big see that's another thing uh, the sacking of Westchester happens yeah. like oh, mid season uh, right Winchester Winchester yeah. right it, it mid season all of a sudden the main the la- Wessex the, the capital of the last kingdom of the entire what I thought at least at the time was the point of the show gets sacked and. Like, mm-hmm. wait, again, I would expect that to be a season finale. Right. Right. And and it's not. It's they, they continue on. So there's just so much of this we're not holding anything back type stuff. And I'm and I'm up at the beginning of or now middle of season three, and they don't stop. It it continues to be that way. Um yeah. every every season is that way. And in, in the third episode of the third one, they have transitioned a major story arc that's been going on kind of through their thing, but also only in the last three to another major story arc. Um, and and what, what that does is it gives you some, some people may be listening and thinking like, Oh, that sounds terrible. It's like, you know, you're constantly exhausted. Well, kind of, but there are, they are an hour long episodes. Mm 
Um, yeah. So you're, you're, when an arc transitions after three, you spent three hours with this topic. Yeah, it's it's so to say like the story of Isalt and the the king's heir and Uhtred's son that all like she gets introduced in one episode she does the magic to save the king's son in the second episode and then they sleep together and she gets killed in third right and it seems right. it seems like oh that's a break but as you say those are hour long episodes that's like a full movie that's yeah. enough time to develop and granted there's a lot of other stuff happening at the same time but right. um you know you get enough you get enough of the pieces. You certainly get more relationship development than uh, than Thor ever gets with Jane Foster. Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, and and you, uh, I think this kind of pace gives you satisfaction often. I think it it makes you feel that like uh, you're you're not being strung along. That you get rewarded for what you're watching. Yeah, um, yeah. And and then it does the effect of you know you want to watch another one, right? I'm I'm on to the next story now. Yeah. Um, so I think in in I guess not really final judgments, but outside of spoilers here. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, this show is TVMA. So you're going to see uh, mm-hmm. some pretty, some pretty serious violence. You're going to see a little bit of occasional nudity, nothing like yeah. Game of Thrones no Game of level. Thrones. Um, the story pacing is kind of unique. Um, mm-hmm. As we were saying in the spoiler section, the episodes are a solid hour. And they will go through big jumps of time. You know, some, if you watch the first episode, you'll see that. And I think we talked about this maybe last yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his entire growing up and coming of age is all happened is all uh, covered in the first episode. Um, so that's a that's a sort of unique thing. But if you have any interest in in Vikings or medieval um, English. Uh, uh, european kind of um kind of fiction uh the historical, historical drama fiction. kind of yeah. historical fiction uh a kind of thing like that that this is a i mean i've only seen the first season but so far it's it's something worth checking out it's kind of yeah, i've and, never and? i didn't i didn't binge it like mike did i one yeah. episode in a in a session is but there are a lot there, that's a me. lot I, I can feel that for sure you know it's a lot yeah, in, in an episode, i yeah. i i often had the sort of impulse of like you know it's kind of a cliffhanger ending or whatever i kind of wanted to start the next one but because (laughs) they're an hour long i'm like if i start the next one i'm gonna be falling asleep by the end and then i'm gonna forget yeah everything that's going on right yeah the the uh um the thing about this one too to note is what you just mentioned i want to point it out like you watched one season and you giving it a good thumbs up and a good quality and we've talked about a different many shows throughout seasons and our general statement tends to be is that the first season is usually the roughest in a show. And it's not yeah, always, you know, and often, those, that's yeah. when they're just finding its footing. I think that they this show from the first episode had its footing and knew where it was going to go. And the actors fit the roles and knew the characters that they're playing, you know, which is very rare. You know, I think the casting of Uhtred was well done. I think the character knows his character at the time of what's happening and is mm-hmm. his character. I think Brita is the same way. I think that that uh, the king is this Alfred is this is is Alfred. Um, and, yeah. and, and I've watched three seasons now and I'm, and I'm looking back like, yeah, they got them from day one. Right. Uh, so yeah, that's, you that's have a, a you have a certain and that gets into spoilers a little bit. 
and and we're we're out of spoilers here, but yeah, yeah. As the characters develop, you're like, okay, yeah, this is actually. I didn't like him at first, but he the the casting is very good. Yeah, and and, and that's that's really good. So, uh, definitely a good show. There are four seasons, or is there five, four seasons? I think there's four seasons yeah, out um, already at, at eight episodes a, a season, one hour length. Um, so you can actually catch up with them pretty quickly. I'm, I, 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 I'm starting to get that sad feeling type thing. Like when I'm done with this season, which I'm going through pretty quickly, there's only one left, and then it's going to mm. be a, you know like a year or so <laughs> before I get to watch at least for for another one. That's uh, the to go back to the sort of general uh, topic of of binge versus, versus episodic. I did that with the show Vikings. Like I I never hit a point in my when I first discovered it hit a point of like getting bored or frustrated with the series. And so I watched it a couple episodes a night for a couple weeks. And then, and then I had seen all of it all like to probably only two seasons at first. And then the third season came out and I couldn't, I couldn't keep interest in it with a week of delay between each episode. Mm, um, yeah. It didn't help that the story got, really weird and you know they went yeah. down to france and he the ragnar you know gets baptized but maybe it's it's an act and kind of yeah all that kind of stuff anyway so but, would you say would you say last question on this topic here would you say yeah. it's fair to compare at least the quality of it to a game of thrones they are different shows one is definitely much more uh fantastical than the other um, Every once in a while, they do something visually that is a little bit cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking particularly of there's a scene where um, they are going to split the army into two forces to go deal with two uh, uh, potential threats. Mm-hmm. I won't give any details there. And... A column of men on horses proceed through the gate of this of this town, this fortress, and alternate. They're either like, I they might be parallel columns, like two rows of of riders. Yeah. Um, and then, as soon as they leave the gate, a, you know, the one line is is going left, and the other line is going right, and it's shown <laughs> directly ahead like a drone shot. And so you see this line of men on horses, and they're splitting and going opposite directions as soon as they leave the gate. And I'm right. like, okay, that's that's not how that would work. Like they, they, they do that at like, one other one a very notable shot later too, with three characters that are going to three parts of the kingdom. That's that's and that's it, exactly yeah. the other the other. Yeah. It's the I, I it reminded me of Princess Bride, like sending my four fastest ships. Like they all leave at the same time and then spread out into a sort of fork. And I'm like, that's that's an artsy shot. Like th- that doesn't make any sense to, logistically or physically like one army would go out in a double column and the other would follow and they probably would not turn immediate like they would both go kind of the same way for a while and then yeah on the main road split split from there but it's it's just a thing that you're like oh that's cool like it's not it's not really right you know realistically but it it does give you the idea if it's not reinforced that they're splitting the forces Right, right. Just, just to remind you, like half the army's going this way, the other half's going. There. Right, right. But yeah, it's but yeah, if, the, like if, the the it, the the shots, the cinematography, the acting, the stuff is very on par with a Game of Thrones, right? 
Yeah, without as much um without as much special effects, I don't know that yeah, they have yeah, For sure. I I wouldn't call the 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 acting talent is not quite Game of Thrones level just because I think Game of Thrones had just some masterful acting. Yeah, for um, sure. 100% totally. The, yeah, it, there's, that's, that's there's a rough the, one to, to catch up to, right? There's now. yeah, there's nobody for the most part, there's nobody that's bad. They're just, you know, Right, and and there's just, no Cersei Lannister of acting type stuff. Yeah, right. there's no there's no Charles Dance or or yeah. um, Peter Dinklage or uh, yeah, correct, you know. correct. But but I I think if if you did like this one, unless your your primary reason for watching uh, Game of Thrones was the high fantasy part of it, which for right. a lot of people it did the, become that's the part. Yeah. Uh, if, there are no if dragons. Yeah, there's no dragons and stuff. But if, if that wasn't necessarily the best part of Game of Thrones for you, then I think this one definitely would work yeah, for that yeah that feeling if if the stuff we've described vikings and all that sounds interesting you definitely check it out it's on netflix yeah. cool man wow we got, right. we got a lot of stuff we, we didn't get to talk about so next week we'll talk a little bit more about we played you and i played some magic legends the the new game that launched this week um, yeah i i we've got just a couple minutes we could talk about that okay. i i was very um i was sort of hard on this game from from the start there's there's stuff going on i think i said that uh i have mentioned that i've been playing wow classic a little bit just to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whatever we're a couple months away from burning crusade and pete is is hyped for that and i think zon rolled a character so we might that might become real who knows yeah. um and then we we're doing the path of exile thing mm-hmm. and i wasn't really keen on that either but but it, it's it is unfortunate timing that 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 worked, I think it was like a week. Yeah, this I mean, launched, right? I mean the the time that like three or four of us all got on Path of Exile the same day. Magic Legends came out the next day. Yeah, right? right. And so I saw it was free to play, and I downloaded it. I have an account on Cryptic or Arc or yeah. Perfect World or whatever it is now from from Star Trek all, Online. All, all sorts of things stacked against it. Yeah, I'll be, I'll, you're right. I'm like, okay, so there's this magic lore that I don't and know. And it's not Diablo. That's the key. And, it's also, it's right. not Diablo. And, <laughs> and don't particularly care about. And it's it's still in beta, so it's kind of buggy. I'm playing on my gaming laptop, which is about a year old, so there's no reason my hardware shouldn't be able to handle it. But it's mm-hmm. a little bit MMO-ish adjacent, mm-hmm. which what I hear is um, what they're planning with uh, Diablo 4. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and so so i chalk up the leg to either it's beta and it's not particularly well optimized or it's you know based on my on my poor internet connection mm-hmm. and so i'm like well it's not like all of that is fine but if it's gonna stay laggy uh kind of like this i don't i don't think i can really play it right. um it also has this uh what i thought of as kind of a gimmicky well, it's definitely gimmicky mechanic where um, your abilities are a deck of cards, and so they're constantly changing, which would be fine, except this is a Diablo-style game that happens in real time. So you have to be able to look at your ability and use it while you're getting attacked. And I'm like, I don't think, I don't think I'm going to enjoy doing that. That seems like it would frustrate me. Yeah. Um, then what changed for me is. Um, our buddy Trotsky downloaded it, and he is playing games on a Shadow uh, Cloud. Shadow is the is the product name. 
uh, mm -hmm. cloud gaming uh, um, virtual machine. machine. Mm -hmm. And so whenever possible, he does his gaming with a controller, right? The shadow part of that is not important. It's a controller. Yeah. And I thought when I thought about it, I realized the the controls in this game, at least what I had seen so far, and it has a sort of the biggest like legitimate negative that I still have over it is it has a long like trickling of powers and abilities, which is good for learning a game, but all of that has to happen before you can do any multiplayer. You have yeah, to right, right. You have to yeah. go through like three hours of single player, right. slow drip. Uh, uh, abilities unlike, unlike poe unlocking. That, that, that after like 10 minutes dumps you in with every you're, system you're dumped in right game. in with people right. in chat talking about you know wow and and right and, uh, and there's like every advanced system vaccines and, and whatever right. and, you're, and gems of different types and combos Th this and whatever, one takes a long time and trickles you into the system and, and that's piece it's by piece. it's good for learning the game it's bad for playing with other people um right. And it's that's whatever. I'm sure there are opinions on that. But um, the controls of the game are you have one sort of left hand ability or on on keyboard, you have an ability on Q and an ability on E. And then unlike Diablo, you can switch it back and forth between click to move or WASD, like which was a movement. big that was a big change for me when you um, had discovered that you can go to WASD totally made the game like it way better. It changes. It's a different it's a different kind of game then, but you have these two primary abilities or primary and secondary abilities, two, two abilities that are permanent. They have a mm -hmm. long cooldown, but those are always the same. And then you have this deck of cards that come out as you use them and, and the, the hand size is four and on a keyboard, they're one, two, three, four. And I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't really like any of this. They're just these icons. <laughs> I can, I'll eventually sort of memorize them, but you keep getting new cards adding to your deck. And I'm like, right, this is not, I don't want to hover over it to see what it does when I'm in the middle of a fight, yeah. uh, trying, trying to take down the spots. But I thought, well, hold on. Now you've only got six abilities. You've got four that change two that always stay the same. And then a, uh, I think they call it spark, but it's right. what we'd call an ultimate ability, your big cooldown yeah. ability that you just use by, at least on a controller, use by uh, pulling both of your your left and right a bit, or your Q and E. Um, right. I think on keyboard, it's on its own. Which, so, which if you think you about have... playing the controller with something like Final Fantasy XIV, where there were 500 buttons, right? Right. From right. shifting it's... things, right? Right. That was that was the exact thought process that I went through. I'm like, okay, if you play an MMO like like Final Fantasy 14, you've got all these abilities, and you keep toggling your controller between different modes depending on what you want to do, and it works, but it it takes a little bit of tinkering. Yeah, and I I said, well, this game only there are only ever six things you can do, or maybe a seventh, and a controller has you know two triggers, two shoulders, four individual buttons, and a D-pad. Uh, and really only four sticks. of those ever need your attention to know what they are. Right. Use these four all the time. And when it also, this is another kind of brilliant thing. If I just load up the game, or if I put my hand on the keyboard and start moving WASD, the, the UI 
goes into keyboard mode and i think it starts mm-hmm. in keyboard mode so those cards are down in the in the center the bottom center of my screen and it says q and e on my on my things if i pick up my controller my gamepad and and tap the analog stick a little bit the ui changes immediately right. um it shows l and r on those primary abilities and it moves the the cards over to the bottom right corner which is you know on the right where your mm-hmm. your primary uh y x a and b on a xbox or circle square triangle x on a yep. playstation um and they're physically laid out i mean just like the cross uh hop bar in in final fantasy yeah. but they're laid out in that cross format that plus format yeah and they're a little bit bigger so the icons are are a little easier to to decipher and they have their name their text label below them so all i have to do is glance over to my screen i'm like oh lava elemental or whatever is the button that's you know to the left that's yeah, x, right. x on a on a, a plate on a windows um Xbox control thing, i think yeah. it I think it's square on a on a PlayStation, but it doesn't matter whether they're labeled. I know we talked about this. Like if you use a PlayStation controller with a uh, Windows PC, sometimes the stuff is labeled with the Microsoft with the Xbox. Right. It's just, uh, designation. It's just laid out like a controller instead of telling you about the controller. Yeah, it's it's laid out so it doesn't it doesn't matter. I'm like, oh, it's the one on the top. It's the one to the side. Um, that makes it much more makes it much more playable i did try i have tried a couple times and the three of us played together and so the the scaling all seems to work seamlessly even though you were quite a a few levels higher than us you were not one-shotting all the mobs everything seems to be scaled uh fairly well definitely died several times (laughs) right when we cranked the difficulty up that's for sure i I played i did play with our buddy aaron the the following day when he started out with with new and Mm-hmm. Uh, the the cool thing about there too is that um it, it is that 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 big complaint about you know getting through the game is is a hurdle but for example i was past that hurdle um none of my friends have to worry about that anymore i i can invite everyone into the group type thing it, you know it, it's the problem when all of us are also new uh, you're not able yeah. to group up uh, yeah. so i was able to group up with aaron starting as a brand new level one character and anytime he went into to a dungeon an instance area, I was there to help him scaled. And I was easily 15 levels above him and it was totally scaled the same way, right? I, I was like his level or he was my level type, you know, equals type stuff. Um, right, right. Which, which was very fun. And then and then he would go out of that. We complete his story in that dungeon thing and I would be teleported back to what I was doing on my side of the world and he would be teleported and I would get rewards on there because the loot is completely, you know, instance to you. Mm-hmm. I would get rewards that were very much what I needed by running the dungeon with him. You know, like, oh, yes, I'm definitely going to fight this boss that's here because he's giving me these red mana things that I want to collect um, and cards that are that are new to me. You know, as opposed to him, he's still going through the tutorial stuff and unlocking his basic cards, um, right. which was which was just really, really a pleasant experience to be able to have that thing. And it was nice to actually... The same way listening to you and Trotsky go through it, the same way with Aaron, is this like slowly discovering your new cards and discovering your new <laughs> right, thing. Like, right. you know, Aaron, all, every half hour, 
getting a more grip on what his blue mage does and how it works. And then he's, you can just hear it in the voice like, Oh, that's cool. I got this new thing and now I can mm-hmm. do this other thing. You know, Oh, I've got three cards unlocked now. And that was, that was a pleasant experience to kind of see yeah. happen. Um, and I, and I said, I played it, I played it one more day after then cause I've had a busy week, but, and I did mm-hmm. spend a good time of it on Saturday playing and, and I, I'm getting those. I mean, it's, it's, I'm still nowhere near like, through the campaign yet. Uh, but I'm already getting the Diablo four uh, vibes of being able to just chill by running through and killing things. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With, when you run bounties and stuff on Diablo, you're yep. yes, you're yep. grinding, but you're just kind of having fun killing things. Um, and then, and then I would do, I'm starting to get varieties of cards, not a ton, but I'm starting to, I'll switch decks just for fun and see what I, could do with a red mm. white deck type thing. And like, mm-hmm, I don't have mm-hmm. anywhere near the cool goblins that like you might have, but I've got three of them and it's just a, a change for fun. And I'm not really even doing the quests that I should be. I told Aaron the other day, like I got to focus on what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm just actually running around messing with all these there's, fun There's things. a lot of, I've, I've hit just the point where I think I've unlocked most of the overworld abilities. And I got a little bit bored the other night and went to a different, realm and Mm -hmm. or whatever they're called yeah yeah and i got into this like solo instance where i had to like go clear out four of these little vaults and the vaults were those like eliminate the hostiles and hostiles and there's a a 100 progress bar but the hostiles would like gradually spawn like on the other side of the room and so i had to keep running back and forth and it was kind of tedious and i had to do that whole process four times and i just kind of not really burned out but i was like this is this is not fun this is boring played a rough one there's a lot of um there are a lot of distractions to your main story like the main story seems to be um pretty obvious like you have a waypoint where you're supposed to go but i've had a couple times where i like i did one of the um events uh uh trip what are they called tributes skirmishes skirmishes they're called tributes in path of exile um uh skirmishes or like the thing will pop up when there's a a legend or a mythic i always run the mythics like they're just too and then there's yeah there's like this radar thing where you get close enough to a thing and it's like an unstable ether portal or right something. right those portals right uh you go in there and there's a little mini dungeon you go through kill the boss and get some stuff and then like i'll do one of those and pop out and now i've lost the waypoint for my main story quest and i don't know if that's just a beta bug or something oh, like weird. that but even if that weren't the case it's like oh well i've got here's where i'm supposed to go for my quest but on the way there I get close to pinging one of those ether things or I walk in just the, just out of my periphery. I see there's a, there's a skirmish and I'm like, Oh, I should go to like, there are so many things like distracting you from progressing in the story. That's yeah. Kind I, th- of, I think there, I uh, think that the feeling is that uh, like post the story, they want you to have all these distractions to play, continue playing to, right? to, to keep to playing. And I think, I think part of it is, is just a kind of, uh, uh, plateau for me like i'm replacing a lot of my direct abilities with with summons and so i just get a little army of of elementals and goblins and one or two dudes that i have and then i'm just running and killing and doing the same 
couple abilities over and over and I've not really gotten to the point where I'm using abilities from the other colors and, and stuff like that. So I think it's just a just a plateau that I'll that I'll level past and then find uh something uh, right. More and I, I also had a thing with that game like I, I've discovered that I was playing myself was playing on easy mode and not realizing it. Like the normal mode, like when you go into a dungeon or something, it's pretty much a face roll to do anything. And I don't know if that was a situation with you going back and forth in that dungeon, but like as soon as you up it one, then it's difficult to do the task, right? You have I, to be focused. Yeah. I, I think that might be part of it too. It's like nothing is, nothing is really challenging in any way. And then, um, and then I'm playing on a, the playing with a controller on my at my desk is always a little yeah. bit of a different a different feeling like i liked it at first and then you know i when i got on by myself i played for an hour and was like okay i'm kind of ready to be done i'm a little bored yeah i could, I could see that i and it is it is it is enjoy much more enjoyable playing it in in a group like i said i was while i was mm-hmm. on for the long time i was actually periodically interrupted by playing with aaron right when, when he would pop right. me in uh, which is very fun because then we would play the harder level areas and it would be a challenge and we would be playing together. And that kind of reignites you from whatever you're doing, uh, which is really fun because you can tackle harder things. I know when I was doing normal, I'd see my score, I'd get a goal and I'd be like, I got 58,000, whatever that means. Right. And then Trotsky showed me that if I hover over it, it says the highest you can get on a gold in this mode is 10,000. I'm like, oh, I could have actually gotten a gold on two levels higher <laughs> or something. Right. If I'd wasted my my time playing this um but uh yeah that's you're right i, th- I think i have not played i don't think i've actually spent a lot of significant amount of time just by myself in there uh but i do like the idea of like that we in the future will be able to all get on and do our own things whatever we want to do interrupted by grouping at any point right that's yeah that was that was well done and and overall i think i think the system feels Yes, it is has, has a few bugs here and there, like the one you just mentioned that waypoint one. I hadn't heard that one, but that sounds definitely like a bug. Um, things like that are perfect examples of the bugs you, we talk about. Um, it's, but it's, it's got beta. a lot I don't of systems in there. Expect it to yeah, be flawless, it, but. It, it, but it still has a lot of good systems in there, and a lot of the things are in there. The cards are really well look. The artwork's really well done with the stuff. The character. There's so many sure. different kinds of outfits and and gems and gear, and and I'm getting so much gear and. I'm, and now all of a sudden, last time I played, I was saying players like Aaron, I started actually understanding some of the more advanced systems. Like, oh, I, I should actually be trying to get this upgrade. Oh, I didn't know mm, that. Right. I figured you know, out now, how now to how to set the colors on my on my uh, uh, costume. And because at first right. I thought like, oh, is my armor just always going to be red because I'm a red mage? Yep. It's, you know, it's the yep. the magic colors but no there's a there's an interface and it's not there aren't a ton of options but it does a kind of cool thing where instead of having to dye all of your pieces and do them in different parts you just have two colors and they are applied to your entire outfit and then if and and that could change through beta we don't know but but they might expand that but it's it's there's a part of it that's kind of nice because I'm coming from Diablo yeah. where there's no cut character customization at all. You're yeah. a demon hunter and are you male or female and what's your name? And that's it. Um, I mean, there's, there are dyes and, and stuff in armor in Diablo. So I guess that's a kind of yeah. poor example, but you can freely change your characters, um, 
size or build or skin color or any there aren't a lot of options but you can change them at any point which is nice for a free-to-play game it's the kind of thing you'd expect to uh, have to pay for um i did yeah that's 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 a really good point actually is i i thought that i would i'd get to the point where my cosmetics are going to be stuck at whatever they are and like some other games i assume Uh, that there are like unlocked so many in cosmetics already yeah you get armor and stuff and maybe there are like different hairstyles and and character models and stuff i haven't really gotten into that but the color palette thing was kind of refreshing to be like oh i just say yeah i want my main color to be green and my second color to be gray and mm-hmm. then now let me look at the different armor cosmetics i have available and, anyway. and that's something and I, I know we're over time here but i will leave it with this thing about the monetization because we really didn't talk about about there it's got gotcha boxes for um some major things and not major oh sorry that's actually misleading for uh if if i equate it to diablo uh three it's got you start off with the crusader the uh witch the demon hunter the monk and like four of the classes unlocked but then two that aren't it's like it doesn't make diablo three any less that you can't play the crusader but you want to Right, like it makes all the other classes are fully fledged, playable, fun, and good. But if you the, the the Crusader would be in a gotcha box, right? Which is it is what that is. Uh, so yeah, that's that's a monetization, and then the it's magic. So just like just like real magic, uh, real magic, real the Ma- Magic the Gathering, the actual game. Yeah. You buy cards in booster packs, and you don't know what 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 you're going to get. It's kind of lame that to try and unlock a class, you have to buy packs and hope yeah. that you draw the card that unlocks the class that seems it's dumb to lame. me. You what, should just be able to what buy is, that. That's something you what, should buy. What does seem what does seem kind of cool and I probably would have already bought if I hadn't gone through that experience of playing for an hour and getting bored is the season pass which we've seen um before mm. Fortnite does it, Overwatch does it. Um and it's in in this game it's implemented as a series of meta quests just like um just like the Diablo three seasons. Um, and I don't really know what they are cause I haven't bought it, but they're, you know, you do these things yep. and you get some reward. It's a quest, right? It's a meta yep, quest yep. because there are things I assume that you would be doing anyway. Um, it, it is right. And so you do those things and you get new unlocks and a lot of, I scrolled through those unlocks and a lot of them looked like, uh, boxes, right. That you're going to open yep. and something's going to be in them. Boxes, but, right. But every every level, every other level or so, it's something like here's a cosmetic armor set, here's a a skin for your, you know, this is a magic game, so there's a lot of summons, and so there yeah. here's a skin for your griffin, so it's going to look like this instead of the right. generic model, and that stuff is and, all and cool. I, I did get a side note. I, I went ahead and paid for the battle pass, and I, and I did when I played. I got I completed the weeklies and the dailies without knowing I did. Because I was just playing the game, yeah. Um, and and because of that, I the reason I got it was primarily the big decision for me was like I, I had that Griffin card. He's a big Griffin on my team. He's like takes up a lot of the battlefield, and I see mm-hmm. him often. And getting that that cosmetic upgrade was kind of nice. It was like, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, he seems cool like it was anyway, cool. but now he's cooler. I somehow my progress bar is to like halfway through level two, even though I didn't buy it. It just shows you the like. Here, well, you you, you actually get there's a free tier. There's like the top. There's a free tier where you oh, get. Oh, is, is instead, that what instead it is? Instead of every other thing, you get a thing. You get it like every five. You get a booster pack. 
I gotcha, I gotcha. But and then if you ever decide to buy the battle pass, you get all of the premium tier as well as the free tier. Gotcha. Up to that level. Uh, Yeah. So so you you are leveling it up still, and you could like be level twenty on the last day of the the season and be like, yeah, I want all that stuff, and then pay ten dollars and get it all from level twenty. So you can still be leveling it up and not pay, which is cool. Yeah. Cool, man. Fun stuff. All right, we're 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 way over time here. I should not have brought up this game in when we had 10 minutes <laughs> left on the show. But uh, anyway, let's uh, let's wrap this up. You've been listening to Front Porch. This is episode 188. Thanks as always to our friends at Geek Scholars Movie News and LRM Online. If you're interested in movies and pop culture news, uh, board game, video game reviews, all that kind of stuff, check them out. Uh, if you have questions, comments, feedback for us, uh, things that we should watch or play or try and talk about you can let us know about those via email that address is front porch pod at gmail.com or go to our website frontporchpodcast.com and use contact forms super easy uh, if you enjoy the show please consider subscribing on all the places while you're there if you leave us a review that would be great as always thanks so much for joining us until next time i'm dennis i'm michael for the front porch night everybody see you next time 